Couple of quick plugs before we start today's show. If you want to follow us on Twitter, our handle is at Narbos Podcast. If you want to email us, our email address is narbosandbroomheads at gmail.com. Hit us up with your comments on future episodes of Degrassi Junior High and Degrassi High. And if you want to be on a future episode, let us know as well and we'll try to set something up. You can also uh, follow our show on all of the podcast platforms, including iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and uh, Spotify. So please give us a follow and subscribe on any of those sites, and uh, you will be able to get us pushed to you every single week. The theme music for this show is brought to you by a band called Ew, You're a Girl and Girls Suck. They are a punk band from here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, and their Bandcamp page is iagags.bandcamp.com. That's E-Y-A-G-A-G-S.bandcamp.com. They used to watch Degrassi episodes when they took breaks from recording back in the 90s. Uh, anyways, that's about it for the plugs. Let's get to this week's episode. everybody welcome back to your favorite degrassi podcast that's right we're actually back doing degrassi season six it finally hit its stride we decided last week best this is the goat of degrassi even the junior high stuff and high school it wasn't called degrassi junior high school or was it yes it was none of this is true well welcome back everybody uh we're talking uh we're continuing to talk about degrassi uh, for some reason, and we're talking about an episode tonight. This is called uh, Here Comes Your Man. That's a Pixies song. I, yes. I, Pixies was kind of a blind spot for me. I didn't really listen to the Pixies. But let's see who did listen to the Pixies. Uh, let's introduce some friends we have here this evening. Uh, another fun fact about this city, it used to be called, before it was a city, Pilo Bones, because that's where they <laughs> killed all the buffalo and piled up their bones and... Stuff like that. So, who's from the city formerly known as Pilo Bones? Who could it be? That would be me. It's Arlo in Regina, Saskatchewan. Oh, it is called Pile of Bones, and there's lots of Pile of Bones branding around the city too. Ooh, uh, lucky. One of my favorite breweries is called Pile of Bones. Yeah. How come um, the sex brand. shop is the sex shop isn't called Pile of Boners? <laughs> it writes itself. Missed right? opportunity. Missed opportunity. Damn. Yeah, what's up, bitch? Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm just I'm barking. I'm barking the first time that the word bitch has been used in the series, which is gonna be happening in this episode. Ooh, nice. <laughs> yeah, I slid it in there very nonchalantly. Uh, <laughs> you appreciated it. Uh, looking That's forward awesome. to talk about this. I actually am looking forward to talking about Here Comes Your Man a little bit by the Pixies, because um, we didn't talk about it last episode. Um, I looked it up, of course, and uh, it has nothing to do with anything about this episode. Um, it is apparently about like hobos on the railroad. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, let's see who else is here. Um, how about uh, head out to O-Town? It's me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Second one. 
I'm really enjoying this use of this. Thank you. Uh, what's up, everybody? Uh, it's me, Courtney, the ho from the O. Um, happy to be back. Nothing exciting here. No tornadoes <laughs> yet today. And oh, that I know of. Yeah. Well, there was a tornado in my pants when Sean showed up last week. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what that means, but it's great. Just Me neither. Suck everything in. <laughs> <laughs> and throw it all hither and thither. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, it's just me. I'm back. So happy to be here. Um, and I am joined by a couple of my favorite peeps. One of them being Stacy. <laughs> Hello, it's the uh, American on the podcast here. Uh, I'm very happy that we're up to season six because I could write a dissertation about season six. So I'm very excited about this. And next, are we going to uh, Oakville? We are. Hey guys, yeah. Tim here. Uh, happy to be back to talk to Grassy. Um, just want to check my notes here. Hold on a second while I just thumb through it. Yeah, if I, yeah, that's right. If I carry that one, yeah, Peter is still a turd. <laughs> so, um, this is true. Happy to delve a little deeper into his uh, turdness. <laughs> Must say, I had a pretty good week here. I. Um, Went and got a, an eye test done, and uh, your boy from Oakville's got perfect 2020 vision. Woo! So I've been uh, rubbing that in my wife's face, who had to get glasses just a couple months ago. So it's been a pretty pretty good week for me. <laughs> I'm, sl- I'm sleeping on, in the basement, but uh, <laughs> besides <laughs> that, to a happy fantastic. Folks right there. Mm. Anyway, let's let's get back at it, Teddy. Let's see. And we have in the wings, we have under some blankets, under some coats over there, we have the main man, the schlip man. He's waiting for the hot tag. Yeah. Normally I would sit in the background when we have, uh, you know, five other people, like there's six of us on today. So I may not say much, but uh, instead of just lurking in the background, I may pop in from time to time because there are a few moments of this show I want to make sure get addressed. So. <laughs> But uh, yes, please. But if you hit on all of them, then you will not hear from me again, everybody. So hello and goodbye. <laughs> Shut up, bitch. <laughs> bitch. Arlo is so feisty this evening. <laughs> I love she's it. Ready. She's ready. And this would probably be the episode to be feisty for because it's a <sighs> it's it's a something. What do you want to do? Do you want to jump in? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, bitch. Uh, you do fuck do you tag team uh all right let's jump in kids okay so we open on sean he's dropping off emma and sean gives us a quick recap (laughs) stating that (laughs) emma plus on is is never boring first the race then the kiss and i'm like hey sean stay in your lane man back off recaps is our thing like you just chill out okay (laughs) he's doing he's doing my job for me like oh stop it so she well, said, she say, where's my ex-girlfriend, Ellie? Oh, she went to university. I have whoops. <laughs> and she well, says, and Emma, Emma responds by being a complete and utter cunt about the whole thing. Like she was <laughs> not really a participant already. at all. Hey, yo. Holla. Yeah. Oh, she she's is. like, oh, she shuts him down. Like as if she was not a willing participant. 
Right. Like, she like she's up like blaming him for it. She's like, I have a boyfriend, Sean. <laughs> I'm not this kind of girl. How oh, dare you, you? Oh, but you are, Emma. Because, you, yeah. you know, uh, she kissed him back. It wasn't like he forced himself on her. She invited him. To yeah, basically. To, yeah. To continue. Yeah. So it's fair to say she's part of the problem. We can agree? Yes. Well, she always is. We <laughs> can agree that her being a total biatch to him right now is totally uncalled for. And why like he would want to get bitch. with Emma is beyond me. Me too. He says he has respect for her, more than just respect for her. And I'm like, that doesn't really make any sense, but whatever. I'd be he afraid also, I was going to get stabbed by her. So he also has a boner car Boners, yes. That's yeah. <laughs> All the blood is in my pants. <laughs> so, yeah. So, starts off on quite the note. Um, so, Emma goes into her house and... Manny and Peter are there. Peter jumps up like a little puppy dog, and he's so happy. He's, uh, when he's Ugh. running back and forth, like, you're home, Mom. I mean, Emma. Um, excited to see her and to see if uh, see if he's to see if Sean's coming in, which he's not. And Manny's there, too. And Manny's there like a, some, a nanny. Like, Manny's job is to dote on Emma. That's it. That's her characteristic. That's her trait. That's her thing. Yeah, we talked years ago that she used to, or seasons ago, that she used to get paid by... By Spike, just to to hang out with Emma. Clearly, still she getting paid. I guess so. Yeah, she paid. must be getting some. Yeah, residual checks. Yeah, residuals. <laughs> yeah, coming in. She's not trying as hard, but she's like it's starting to wear on her. But like we talked about in the last episode, like Peter, like <laughs> Peter when Emma walks in, he's just like a puppy hopping around, mm-hmm. like all excited. Like, so oh my god. Uh, God again! Uh, oh God! I gotta change my pants. He just um, regressed. Yes, he, he he's very excited, and Manny's like, "We were worried about you because you didn't answer your phone or you turned your phone off." And Peter's like, "I wasn't," and I was like, "You should have been, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> Read the signs, my man. Peter, you dork. Well, and you know, Emma has this sly little smirk on her face. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Lipstick like really badly smeared. <laughs> she's like, but she's acting all cool. Yeah, her top is like the wrong buttons are done on. Yeah. Yeah. To say it's on backwards. <laughs> her, her underwear in her pocket <laughs> for, for pants. <laughs> oh, it's hot. I just had to hair. take them off. <laughs> so we have the opening. Bwong. Oh. Um, I did a Shazam on it, and it says Degrassi theme. Well, actually, the Degrassi theme says Degrassi theme by Jackalope. But then after the opening, which is rap music, it also shows up in Shazam as Degrassi theme by Jackalope. So I don't know. You explain it to me, Internet. I don't know. Uh, Peter shows up to school dressed exactly like Sean. And the only thing I could think of was on Trailer Park Boys when Jacob starts dressing like Julian. <laughs> And if anybody's seen that show, it's fantastic. Oh my god! Yes. He, he's got he's got the he's got the wife beater shirt and just dress like. And there's there's people making fun of him, like Spinner and Drake. I think are making fun of him, calling him like Eminem and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, they say, "Hey, Eminem, where's D12?" And then <laughs> and then uh, I, I I keep saying Drake, right? It's Jimmy. Uh, he called him too Drake. white, too furious. That was good. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I also noticed that uh, I. That Dylan also has the Sean aesthetic <laughs> throughout these two episodes, um, 
he had exactly the same, exactly the same look, exactly the same hair. Oh, Not oh, in yeah. together, so you don't notice, but I like yeah, identical yeah. aesthetic. And listen, certain guys can wear that tank top. Peter is not one of them. Right. Like, his skin is so white, it looks like he's not wearing the tank top. I have yet to see a guy who can wear that tank. I'm sorry. Like, I I Uh, see a guy, like, no. Sean looked pretty good in the tank top. He looks looks like, you know, again, this sort of retcon of Peter being a little fucking dweeby twerp than (laughs) being cool in any capacity, right? Yeah. It's like Captain America before and after, like before he goes in the machine, you know, oh, yeah. and changes <laughs> and gets all jacked. <laughs> and like Little I said nerd. last episode, I'm bi. And when I had crushes on girls, they manifested in different ways. Mm. Like boys, I was outwardly like, ooh, I like you. But girls, I would copy them and try to dress like <laughs> them or turn my bedroom into what their rooms looked like and got the same things that they had. So Peter definitely had a crush on Sean. Theories. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't care what they say. That's my canon. He had a crush on Sean. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, there's a lot of that. Like, it's not uh, just friends. It's definitely more than friends, <laughs> uh, which is totally cool, uh, except it's Peter. And, you know, so uh, Peter wants him to do another race tonight. But Sean has calculus and, uh, and he says, Emma would rather bludgeon a baby seal instead of going. It's like, OK, relax, settle down. Um <laughs> And Peter offers to help. He's like, I'm smart. I'm like smart. And you go, I've never met anybody in my life who has told me that they're smart and they're actually smart. You go, no, you're stupid. Uh, But Sean declines. He could have said, I'm good at calculus. That would have been better than saying, I'm smart. I can help you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Are we led to believe he's smart? I'm bigly smart. I don't know. I'm a genius. I'm a very stable genius. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a little surprised Sean is actually taking calculus, if I'm being honest with you. Well, you know, they went from uh, polynomes, what are they called? Po- to right, straight to, pol- They did that for three se- for three years, and now they're suddenly doing calculus because the writers were like, well, all right, it's grade 12. We got we to gotta make things a little yeah. harder for them now. Smarten these kids up. <laughs> uh, so I start to, in my notes, I go, guh. <laughs> so guh manny and emma have a very weird conversation at their locker starting with heard the weather report for today sunny with partial clouds with a chance of calculus before lunch more like dark stormy like chance of street racing the afternoon followed by secret makeout session with sean i'm like stop burn this school to the ground <laughs> and everyone in it i hate this oh terrible terrible uh. So yeah. Emma says nothing has happened, but she's and she's with Peter, and that's that. And Sean bumps into her and drags her into an, of course, empty classroom <laughs> with lots of stealable stuff. And uh, Sean gives her a pair of fancy earrings, but hadn't thought about what she would tell Peter. And I'm like, I swear there's a gas leak or something making everybody stupid in this school. <laughs> like you didn't those, think those you didn't are think. Hideous. Okay, thank you. I was gonna ask. Those are not nice earrings, are no, they? No, they're they're horrible. They're I don't. Oh God, I feel like they were about to shoot the scene and they were like, "Oh shit, we forgot to buy earrings. We have to find earrings." Because who the fuck would buy someone earrings that look like that? Well, not I a just, teenage girl. 
I no. know I, this this entire thing makes no sense to me. I don't know why Sean would go out and buy her jewelry. Right after what she it's, said to him in the car. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 just a weird like I I don't I mean I buy him like pulling her into an empty classroom to talk to her or something like or to that. Or make but out like, with her again. Yeah, like I just I don't I I don't really understand it. Like obviously it's a catalyst for her to think that he's a drug dealer later, but like it just, just seems so contrived and doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, no, well, it's really stupid. I know what I'm not uh, putting in the middle for the Christmas uh, Narbos and Broomheads gift exchange this year. <laughs> no, they're hard. The they're, no, they're, yeah, they're, no, they're awful. Awful. <laughs> well, and also she's like, well, how will I explain them to Peter? And it's like, well, probably you'd just wear the earrings and you'd be like, hey, nice earrings. And you'd be like, thank you. I got them at the mall. Yeah, guys like, don't uh, notice that uh, shit. Uh, they're not going to be like, I, where'd you get those earrings? Yeah, I'm sure Peter doesn't have a, a like a freaking inventory of all of Emma's jewelry. He's a teenage uh, boy for fuck's sake. Weird although. Yeah, he just has that inventory of tits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and apparently locker combinations. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ugh. So Sean gets sad. Sean is interested. He's still interested in Emmy. Emma. And I'm like, dude, for wrong, some man. unknown reason. For unknown reason, crazy reasons. It's because did you say Ellie crazy raisins? Ra- raisins? <laughs> oh, crazy reasons. Okay. Reasons. For raisins? Like, it's crazy Crazier. raisins, the new cuckoo bananas. Oh, I hope. <laughs> when we started. Oh, my God. Crazy you have to raisins. say crazy raisins now. <laughs> crazy oh. raisins. That's your thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> But also, we're we're two. We're okay. We're how many scenes into the second episode of season six, and this is the first time they're acknowledging that Sean and Ellie actually had a relationship, and there's no interaction with them at all. Like what? It's so. It's. Uh, I don't know. It's crazy it's, raisins. It's crazy raisins. <laughs> I mean, they were pretty serious too. Like they lived together. They lived yes. together. Like, yeah. They almost burned the house down. I would say cool. their romance is more epic than fucking Emma and Sean's romance. Really. Well, yeah, this one isn't as big as they want to make you believe that this yeah. romance is. And it's it's so odd. All of a sudden, Emma, who makes out with Sean, is now just sitting like it didn't happen and having conversations about who he should date because there's lots of other eligible girls at Degrassi. <laughs> like, you just made out with him. Like, of course he's on on you right now. God, she's dumb. Oh, please. Okay, I have a theory about this. Let me know if you guys agree. I feel like they dumbed down Emma because Miriam became like a bombshell. Because I feel like they totally abandoned Emma's, like, you know, that throwaway line from Peter where he's like, oh, she'd rather bludgeon to baby seal. It's like, oh, good. Emma's still into the environment. I didn't really know if she was because they changed her character so much when she physically changed outwardly and they turned her into a bimbo. And it drives me crazy when I watch these episodes. Mm-hmm. Agree. Sexy I don't know if they teams. turned her into a bimbo so much as like a conniving, scheming you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah a, a conniving, scheming, selfish bitch. Like, I, yeah. you know, it's just, you can't be a bombshell and also be a good person or something. Like, I don't know. There are certain instances where she says things this episode and episodes coming up that are just so stupid that Emma from seasons one through three would never have uttered them from her mouth. Mm-hmm. And I just, it's just so... 
Well, I agree. It's like they removed all the scholastic nature of her character away, whether it was smart or dumb. Just like there's no she's just there as a bombshell or a girl that everyone wants to date now more so than an actual living student at that school. And really like self self involved and self obsessed. She doesn't seem to have any other interests or which, you know, her mom wouldn't let happen. Right. Her stepdad wouldn't let happen. Like, this is the kind of character I wouldn't think that you would naturally see her just become, but show's going to show, as you say, Arlo. I guess so, but I still think that the writers don't think that she's absolutely fucking terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, and is it, you know, is it my age that I'm rewatching it now where I'm just like, why is this person a protagonist? They're terrible. Like, or did the writers know that she was such an unappealing person? I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know. Because, yeah, she's not. It's strange. Like, the villain is the main character of the show. (laughs) It's really odd. Just so, like I said, so self-involved. But also, it's like, like, I know, I know. And I know, like, young people are tend to be self-involved. But she's like, the expectation is everyone around her. And and they do dote on her and do like a. Okay, Emma, it's okay. Don't freak out like while the world burns. And it's like, well, as long as Emma's not freaking out, we good. It's like, but it no. also makes me angry because she's Emma's the reason the next generation happened because Spike had her in Degrassi Junior High and they couldn't yes. make this character better. Like, what are they doing? <laughs> well, yeah, and it's, it's strange too. Like, I, you know, a lot of the characters in, in Degrassi have bad parts about them. Sure. But they have some redeeming, redeeming. qualities. And yes. like I really struggle to find anything redeeming about yeah. his character. Well, maybe yeah, that's which... why she's great with Peter, because he's about as useless as her too. Like he mm-hmm. doesn't show any redeeming qualities, redeeming qualities yeah. Qualities in my world either. So Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's infuriating. Watching it as an adult, like you said, Arlo, it is kind of different. Cause I think in the moment, if you're a kid watching this, you don't see these traits, but when you have life experience and you know, people like this, you're just like, what the fuck? This is, this person is terrible. <laughs> Why does anyone want this person in their life? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just in our kind of commentary on like Joey and Caitlin's relationship, right? Like when I watched it the first time, I, I didn't even think anything. I was just like, Joey and Caitlin, they have to end up together. They have to, like, it's, perfect and then you look back at it and you're like man they're idiots like they're dumb <laughs> yeah. right? like what yes. the fuck they should have broken up a long time ago yeah you know yeah. and that, that didn't even occur to me when i watched it the first time right yeah so, when when you're a kid idea. and you're yeah when you're a kid and you're in it you don't see it from that other lens and then when you have that other lens you're just like wow i can't believe that i thought that these two were good together or i can't believe i thought this character was good because she's a shithead this person like, was the hero right? yeah like, what yeah well i've had conversations yeah, right. with kids at school certain kids and actually ask them like why are you friends with so and so like it does like from again maybe it is an adult perspective or or you know when they they're talking about people that are dating i'll ask them, like why do you think those two are together it doesn't make any sense but right you said like teenagers they don't think really no they really you're that I kids, remember not you're thinking. stupid yeah <laughs> well not stupid just idiots no stupid <laughs> is fine <laughs> we're at the university student residence and marco and ellie are there and she's being assigned to a room and they she gets assigned to a room and ellie finds the room and they're not too jazzed and they start complaining the two of them like 
live, having lived in residence and actually years later, I become a proctor, which is like the adult of residence. These, this, this girl would not survive in residence because you have to have, and Barry would, and Courtney would know this too. Like you have to have a certain malleability to you to be able to cope, to live in such close quarters with people. And I find you can only do it. I mean, you could do it at forced years later, but like when you're 18, it's pro- it's a lot easier to do that. You're th- you're thrown in with people, and you go, you have to, you have to survive in this in this environment. But like walking around and starting to complain, it's like, oh, your you your days are numbered. Are you so, talking about Ellie or the roommate? Ellie. Yeah. Okay. She's just bad complains, too. Like, can like, we talk air- about this fucking roommate. Oh we my will. God. She's fantastic. I, I love her. I would have thrown her out the window. <laughs> no, but so, like, why, why would the show go to such a like a like a caricature of somebody? Like this person this, isn't real. This trope really annoyed me. Truthfully. It's awful. This like trope of like you move in and you have like this perfect like prudish roommate or whatever it is. Like it's still it's a trope that's still happening. Like I'm thinking about like Wednesday. Uh, as a most more recent example where you move in and everything's fluffy and pink and like you're the fucking goth kid or whatever like it's so overdone and it annoyed the fuck out of me well that high school girl what's her name amberly amberly yeah yeah so, so that, like, that teenage girl does not exist like they don't like that looks like a grandmother time. she moved in with yes it's very embroidered heavy embroidery and she's like, we meet her and she's totally over the top. Like she had to psych her. The actress had to psych herself up before this going, okay, go for it, go for it, go for it. Before she started the scene. And Amberly, the roommate shows up. She's way too excited. She's a lot. Uh, she says her last mate, roommate was a real sour puss. It's like, okay, fuck this. This woman's crazy. So, uh, and again, she, maybe it's, yeah. uh, uh, you know, life experience, but I, I think that Ellie's the asshole in this situation. Sure. Yeah. You know, like you're just yeah. a judgmental bitch about it because this person yeah. doesn't well, have Ellie, the same Ellie outlook on life as you bitch. do. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, and like, like oh, Ellie's so think... goth and it's like she's really, you know, not at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, you know, like you go into it prejudging someone. Now, it does turn out that Amberly, you know, touches her stuff, which is like a major problem, obviously. Um, and like loses her quote, loses her print and all that stuff. Right. So like, you know, that stuff is a problem, but just the fact that Amberly happens to be enthusiastic and like the color pink or whatever, like fuck off Ellie. Mm -hmm. Well, and how long do you think they actually live together before anything happened? Like before like this in the future, we're going to talk about the article. Like how long do you think they really live together? Like it makes it seem like two days. I think it is. Like that's (laughs) fine. Like, like you already done. Uh, they take a four selfie together and oh before you move on though you remember those mm-hmm. hope for the best selfies where you just turned your phone around and just hope for the best They're, all three of them were in that shot though i looked i was like wow she actually did that pretty well with a flip phone <laughs> she job. must have practiced that but the whole bringing out the uh, photo album Ugh. with their names yeah, on she... it i'm like mm, no one would ever do that no it's ever. such a it's such a trope such no a and bad. And like, I wish this show had have been like living in residence. This is pretty much non-existent. Now, there are some times when you get a really freaky, freaky deaky roommate. But the 99 other people in the house are somewhat normal. Like, 
quirky, different, but nothing like this. Like it's so out, outblown, over the top. Like you go, you can play downplay it, and that can speak to the scene. Like it, and like it, like different people and like okay people getting along like it, it's just it's always more 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 like over the top crazy and yeah and i'll talk this about it later but like stupid this is yeah. my least favorite thing about tv shows is when they send the kids to college or university like the shows just always go off the rails into just pure nonsense i mean we've talked about the show before but the show undeclared like even though it was a comedy if you no one's seen it by judd apatow which is a great one season television show does a pretty good job of demonstrating in a comedic way what living in residence is like. This does not do it mm-hmm. at all. Not even, not even in the ballpark. And it I, feel like, I feel like most shows screw it up because oh, I think they all do. They all do. Like Beverly Hills 90210 did. Um, Dawson's Creek. Dawson's Creek did Saved by the bell when they did the college years they did. I mean, there was never way they were all living together in this giant suite with something in the middle. Like, come on, please. What college is like that? It's ridiculous. They always, you know, and when you're watching it as a kid, you're thinking to yourself, Oh my God, is this what college is going to be like? And then when you go, you're so disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Where's Bob Golick. Yeah. yeah. Who, was, who was the football player who lived at in Saved by the and bell. Saved by the bell. The yep. college years. Yeah. Yep. Uh, great scene, everybody. Uh, Minnie, uh, Manny, and Emma are in the computer lab, and Emma admits something happened between her and Sean. And Manny figures this isn't good because even though she really dislikes Peter, he is good to her. It's and that is probably the highest Emma can achieve. Like Manny is trying to wash her hands of Emma, going, "Look, you can't do any better. You crazy. Like you're. I want to be done with you. Go with him. He's a good bet." Settle, I'm still not paid enough to have these settle. conversations. I would be so pissed if I was Manny. I would be like, this Peter guy was so important to you last year mm. that you yeah. risked throwing away our entire lifelong friendship. That's mm. how important this guy was. And now you're just like, nah. Like, fuck. <laughs> <off. laughs> Honestly, like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. Why did they I'm make feeling- Manny such a doormat? I'm feeling bad for Manny yet again. And then she opens her mouth and says, something, something, Rexville Emma Nelson. You're not I'm going like, back no. to Rexville Boom. Emma Nelson. You lost yeah. it. Sorry, Manny. You're down a peg. You you had me. You had me, Manny. But you, you keep had pushing to that say boulder that. up and just slipping, don't you? Why do they keep giving her those lines? It was the drama rama thing in <laughs> oh. Here Comes Your Man Part 1, and now it's the Rexville Emma Nelson. Mm-hmm. Poor Manny. Like, what the hell? That's how <laughs> I've always had these talk, stupid conversations. You know? <sighs> Isn't that how the cool kids talk in your guys' mm. schools, Ted? Yeah. T- t- oh, mm-hmm. That's why oh, I understood yeah. it. That's why it doesn't bother me, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're so cool, Tim. <laughs> You're so rizzy. That's what the kids are saying these days. Rizzy. I, th- I thought it was riz. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> It's Riz. <laughs> yeah. Are they really well, saying that? Your Riz yeah. isn't so good, Courtney, with that. Yeah, Riz. Yeah. No cap. No cap. Yeah. Uh, that Riz. Mid, things are mid. Also, um, I've heard of mid. What Riz is like? Riz cool? is um, charisma. It's a yeah, short like your ability to charisma. sort of like talk to talk you to the other riz. sex. Oh. It's like oh, it's like when your your fit is drippy. You're so Riz, yeah. bro. And you're reeling. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> My headphones are working properly. I'm hearing a bunch of phonetics. You got to get the translator no. on, Ted. You got a different What's language. What's going on here? 
Emma says she'll figure it out uh, while making eyes at sexy Sean across the room. I mean, I don't blame her for being confused because, I mean, if 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 I saw a guy come back looking like that, I'd be like, mm, mm-hmm. yeah, he's, he, he's fine. He's an emotionally crippled uh, mini Hulk. Look at him. He's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Also, Peter sucks. And then she turns and yeah. looks at Peter and he's disappearing into the shadows because he's so scrawny. Yeah. <laughs> like, and he what the, what's Peter going to do with Emma? Like Emma's like, he's like a little boy. <laughs> There's like a little boy on top of her. And she's like, Ugh. <laughs> come on. Sean could take control. Not right. Sean. High five in, <laughs> in my fan fiction. <laughs> those big, those big beefy arrows. He, he mm. you know, gives you a big high five, big in your high mis- five in your misogynist. Fan fiction. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's right. That was going to be better. That's fine. So uh, back to the residence, uh, Amber Lee takes out one of Ellie's pictures and slides it in behind the shelf to hide it. And she's quite pleased with herself. <laughs> Ellie, Ellie comes in. She isn't happy about the mold. She's complaining about residence and blah, 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 blah. She complains about the food. When I was a proctor in residence, like the students would be complaining about the food. And I could get like a, myself and another proctor uh, from another house. We could get like a discounted meal card. And we ate like kings. We're like, this is more of everything. This is lovely. Someone else is cooking it. Because they never, because kids never had like, uh, most of them all lived at home. And until they moved at 18 to residence. And they were like, they didn't realize like, okay, you can have all this hot food that's cooked for you. And it's fantastic. So we, we sat there and laughed. It was great. What? Our food was good at college. Yeah. yeah. Ours, Actually, ours was pretty good too. Yeah. Ours was too. It was just, I think that they thought you had to complain about residents' food. Yeah. But, um, did but we I'm mention, also 100 years old. Did we mention Amberly saying icky wicky yet? No. By the way, did anyone else notice that it seemed like Ellie went and got her food, then went to the washroom? Yes. Yes. Done in the I washroom. Like, why you don't have you to go do in that, that order. You could have dropped yeah. your stuff off in your cl- in your room hey, and went back to the know, washroom. When you gotta go, you gotta go. Uh, but I, mean, I guess I said it yeah. only happened a couple of times. The icky wicky comment was one where I'm like, <laughs> as soon as she said icky wicky, I just I was just like, mm-hmm. I wish I was sitting next to Ted right now. <laughs> you melted, Alan. Oh, shivers. That's when I would have punted her out of the window. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Where's Amberly? gone <laughs> i think she threw herself out the window <laughs> i have no she idea left, where she went <laughs> she left all her stuff it's funny because i that's, wrote i actually when she started talking about grand grand that's literally what i wrote in my notes amberly needs a push out the window so it's <laughs> unanimous uh, in again nobody talks like this in amberly's defense like your other best friend you shouldn't touch other people's stuff obviously you shouldn't unpack ellie's stuff but i get the impression that ellie's been like living in this room for you know, X amount of time. 36 hours. Well, I mean, I don't know. Let's say two weeks. And, yeah. like, hasn't done anything, right? So I could see how an A-type personality would be like, well, you need to unpack. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, me and Barry's friend, he would move into residence, uh, Pepe. And he would move into residence first day and put the boxes down. And some boxes would never be open. And he just used them as shelves. And he'd lay stuff on them. And then the last day of residence, he'd just pick up the box and go and just leave. So uh, Ellie, Ellie yeah. doesn't have time to uh, 
to unpack when she's trying to get cover stories on a school newspaper in her first year yeah. at university. Oh my god! Because yeah. Amberly suggests that she writes something about it, and I'm like, uh, "This is terrible." <laughs> well, and Ellie, Ellie takes this suggestion. This is a good mm-hmm. suggestion that Ellie takes. Like, I, mm-hmm. I feel like Ellie's the asshole here, for real. Yeah. She yeah, no, is she a is. sour puss. No, she is. She's she's awful. The the writers. The writers ruined that character. Not even season six. I mean, before that, with her Craig obsession. Like, it's I don't just... know. If I, if I was watching it when I was a kid, I'd probably be like, oh, hang on. Emily's so annoying. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. What a nightmare for Ellie. So I, uh, you know, I get it. But again, on rewatch. Peter rolls up uh, to Emma in his car and he says tonight she needs to be. She says she needs to be alone and she's not going to go to the races and uh, she needs her space. And Peter, of course, Flips out because he figures you're you're dumping me. Oh, you! I, I wish somebody would come by, Sean, and come by with those big beefy arms and just squat, put, lay his hand on top of Peter's head and just squish him into the ground. <laughs> but uh, why couldn't she just say, "I don't feel like going to the races tonight"? She didn't need to say, "I need space." Like she yeah, could have like, just said, "Just you go to the races. I have schoolwork to do." Just fucking lie. What are you doing? Because <laughs> it's all about the drama. Uh, also, I'm going to pipe in again. Uh, let's also note that Emma is walking in the middle of the road. And in the then, busiest street in it, Toronto. Yeah, and then Peter rolls up, and then when Peter gets out to talk to her, he just parks his car in the middle of the road and gets out as well. So, like, this, this soundstage looks ridiculous here. It looks so badly planned. There's kids everywhere. Diplomat. Like an Ottawa diplomat. Hey, Courtney. Hey yo, shout out to the red red license plates. Bowtown, baby. I mean, I know it's a TV in. show. I know it's a TV show and there has to be drama and things have to like elevate, but or th- but oh god. They go from like 0 to 100 in 2 seconds mm. if, when they when they jump to conclusions about things. Like, like even oh, in Degrassi, I just need to spend some time by myself. You're dumping you're me on me? you. It's Sean, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is Sean, but it's not his fault that it happened. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like what? Like even in Degrassi High when Michelle wanted to ask Snake to the dance and he she just automatically assumed he had a girlfriend because he was going to the dance. It's like, no, he's just going to the dance with someone. He doesn't have a mm. fucking girlfriend, you weirdo. So yeah, it's just <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's so oh god, it's so funny. But that's this at whole... least more of a natural progression than I don't want to go to the races. Oh my god, you're dumping me. Right. Oh god. So stupid. Again, Peter has regressed into this geeky where he's supposed to be 17, but he's acting in this episode. He's acting like he's 12. I mean, it's just so bad. It's so misplaced, though, too. Like, he's really immature because he doesn't see the danger. Like, these guys who are basically men will kill you, little boy. (laughs) (laughs) And you don't seem to know it, you know. It's like one of those nature videos where there's like a bird looking into the mouth of a crocodile, like who's just staying very still. It's like, oh, there's danger there. <laughs> so he figures it's about Sean and asks if they did it. And she demands uh, that she's she's not slut material. She doesn't say slut material, but I said that. And uh, but according to Peter, uh, he could have been fooled because she's mostly comprised of slut material. Emily I, then walks away. Too much. They use that word too much. I mean, Plus. she's. Slut is used so much on that show. It drives me crazy. Because it's free. Infuriating. Yeah. <laughs> because I hate Emma so much. Give us a little taste. She's what are you like, thinking, Arlo? Well, I hate her slut shaming. 
Mm-hmm. Like she still thinks that she's like holier than thou because like nobody's stuck it in her yet. Like it's just mm-hmm. like, you know, girls who have sex aren't sluts. Like if you wanted to have sex with Sean, you could have had sex with Sean. That's okay. You're allowed to do that. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make yeah. you a slut. And you shouldn't think of other girls as sluts and you shouldn't perpetuate that, Emma. Mm-hmm. Also, she says the word. Yes. She's like baiting him almost. She's incredibly know. judgmental in terms of other girls who have sex. And it's, I don't like the message that it sends to people first. Well, look all. at how she treated Manny during the whole <laughs> Emma blowing Jay episodes where she was like, well, at least I can't get pregnant. It's like, oh, oh. And that was her best friend. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, she's She's awful. a horrible person. I she just, really- I... <laughs> Like, and I, I just, I don't like the message that it sends to girls mm-hmm. that if you have sex, you're a slut, you know, I and think- we're supposed to be like, well, Peter was really out of line insinuating that Emma slept with Sean or whatever. Like, so, so what if she, she did or yeah. didn't? Well, like, we that do know doesn't... that has a long standing relationship yeah. with sex equals negative outcomes, right? Yeah. Right. I just, yeah. I don't, I, well, and you know, I guess if you're a kid's show, like you can't be known as the one that promotes promiscuous <laughs> sex but like i you know i just i really hate her earlier uh, than now attitude and how it's portrayed on this show yeah like my so-called life was 12 years before this episode came out so which is what sharon was like freely gone oh yeah we're 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 boning all the time me and kyle me and the k-man In the <laughs> and uh, so but then 12 years later then they're like I didn't do it. I'm not a slutty slut. It's like, okay, relax. <sighs> At the ca- Sorry, I need to breathe out every time I start a new section just to keep my brain okay. <laughs> uh, At the campus paper uh, office. Oh, Lord. Ugh. We meet so Jesse. He's oh, a God. real, uh, and this guy's a real piece of work. Okay, so Ellie wants to publish a kind of funny paper on dorm life. And so he's the head guy and showing it. He looks at he looks at it in time enough to read about half the first sentence, and then he says, "I'm not laughing." It's like this guy is. Oh, but uh, I think he ta- that might be how the senior editor of the school newspaper would react to a freshman walking in and saying, "I've got something for you," because his first thing would be, "Who are you?" Yeah, like you can't like this is so unrealistic. This wouldn't happen. I'm almost happy that he responded that way because at least. <laughs> There might have been some real realism in that. Like, who the fuck do you think you are? Mm. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. This isn't Everything funny. I, I don't do care. Genius. All right. Yeah. He, gets a bit of, he turns into a douche, but. I'm strongly in the you don't have to be a dick to people camp. Sure. Yeah. Um, but, but that's how they would I, react. I, I do agree that not everybody follows that philosophy and that there are <laughs> definitely people who act like fucking dicks. Yeah. People so, in power. Sure. All right. Yeah. Every, everybody here is a piece of shit. And again, I'm so compelled I have to speak up. <laughs> Uh, Ellie, you're right, walks in and is like, I have this, <laughs> this article for your newspaper about You've dorm- never heard of this idea. About dorm life? Like, <laughs> I would never read that. I would never in my life read no. that. Meanwhile, we get Jesse, who now we have to start putting up with this piece of shit for, <laughs> I don't know how many seasons, <laughs> right? Episode. But like, 13 episodes. like immediately, episodes. immediately in this episode is going to start gaslighting Ellie. And it just goes on and on and on with this fucker. 
Also, uh, he calls her Frosh immediately, and that is the bane of my existence for the next few episodes with him because I, I want to put his face through a window. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of window not- things happening right now, but I just want to have- throw people out windows and, and put them through windows. I have not seen this episode, these episodes. Um, I was not actively watching Degrassi during this time, so I'm with you, Ted. I haven't actually seen these. Um, but it seemed very clear to me that this person would become a love interest for Ellie. Oh, are you serious? Or did this That's happen? my, I don't know. Okay. Yes. That's okay. Okay. Don't, I just like, oof. That's my. <laughs> I'm gonna, oh I'm gonna spoil it. Yes, hypothesis. that's what happens. Spoiler yeah, alert. Here. Yeah. yeah. Are you serious? Oh yeah. Sure. Oh. The little, the little smirk that he gives after she right leaves. He gives her a second look, and then he's like flirting with her later. Like it seemed pretty obvious to me that this was being introduced as a love interest for oh. Ellie specifically. Oh, oh, this. This guy must have did the course in. Uh, what was it? How to be a player or whatever it's called. You know, that guy, mystery or whatever his name is. Oh my God. I forgot about that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Who like, you should like compliment, but then put somebody down or something like that. Like how to get women. And is ne- it really negging. weird? It's all? called negging. Good Lord. That mystery <laughs> so guy. Bad. Was he on like VH1 or something? <laughs> something like show that. It, right? Oh God. Yeah. I remember that. Ugh. Ugh. And he's uh, you're you're peacocking if you wear like a weird hat. <laughs> like it's yeah, it's strange. Gah. Okay, so um, he looks yeah. So he's looked at it, tossed it aside. She says, if it's printed, it will it'll have to be anonymous. And he looks up and says, still he still here. Ugh. Yeah, he smiles as he walks away. She's totally devastated. I know that there's no kindness in this universe. Everyone's mean and cruel and stupid. I hate everybody. Well, I mean, I think this is honestly something that happens to people when they go away. Like after they graduate from high school, it's like going from like a a big fish in a small pond to like a small fish in a big pond. And that happens, you know, like some people are like super popular in high school and they're a really big deal. And then they like, or they're like, you know, the, they get all the roles in like the school musical every single year or whatever, like, you know, like it's, you, you move on to university and all of a sudden, like the entire social dynamic has changed and you're not hot shit anymore. So like, I think that that does happen to people and it's the same thing with Ellie. It's like, she's like, Oh, everyone's like, Oh my God, you're such an amazing journalist. Oh, we're going to publish everything that you do. You're the head of the school (laughs) paper. Doesn't Jesse know that she co-opted with Kate, the Caitlin Ryan. Right. Like that's the thing. And so I, I think that in terms of, I mean, obviously the show doesn't explore that. They just automatically make Ellie be a successful <laughs> person mm-hmm. with the paper. But for a minute, there's that moment of her being suddenly a small fish in a big pond instead, which I think is a realistic thing that happens to people. Yeah. I she's also like... coming from a school that like has only six important people. The six <laughs> students that are important and that's it. Everybody else is like an NPC. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is that realistic? Like, I don't know anybody who thought they were so good that they like went off to the university and was just like, watch this. I, and then they got their like, you know, I know people yeah. that that happened to, but I do oh, yeah? think there were people that high school was easy for them in different ways, whether it was academically, socially, whatever, a- athletically. And then they went to university and it's not the same. Yeah. 
there's the high school peakers. And well, I don't even know if it's peakers as much as it's just it's just a completely different place where it, they, there isn't really popularity when you move on to that next level. Really, at least I didn't find there was. You know, I guess maybe I don't know if if you're in a U.S. college where there's like a big football team or something, maybe some of those players have a certain air about them. Where university I went to, the football guys kind of strutted around, but no one really cared about them. Um, but I do think there is a, a a shift in in how you're viewed when you go to university. But I don't know if it really well, sure. you're like the best people. person on your high school football team, and then you go off to university, and suddenly all of the Everyone there's knows. all the people who was the best person best on their yeah. high school football team, like you know, and same thing with journalists and you know actors and singers and all of that stuff. You know, this is why it's so a, ridiculous a that she got this, this fucking thing published 24 hours after walking in, <laughs> not even being, not even working on the newspaper yet. Right? Well, like it was a really, it was a really funny article though, Tim. <laughs> this is the problem with these shows when they go away, they, they have to make things because they've sensationalized high school so much. And it's a little bit easier to talk about the issues in high school. University's harder because you're an adult in university. I don't know. I, I just I think it's so unrealistic. And the other things they'll do in, in this school too. Like I don't know if you guys talked about this fucking house that Marco lives in. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh we did. I'm sure you talked about it. Right? Like it's fucking ridiculous. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah. But it's also yeah. Dylan is two years older than Marco, right? So uh it's not surprising that Dylan would have the house or at least live in a house off campus, but for Marco to I, th- with no like as the um, did Alan bring this up in the episode where no job, no one has a job. How are they paying rent for this house? Like, how does this work? And it's two of them in a huge house. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. We paid a lot of rent and we lived in a house with a crazy landlord who made us carry her pee in buckets. What? (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah. Like your pee or her pee? Her pee. She was. Oh yeah. She was crazy. She Why didn't take she care of the house. Bucket, can I ask? Um, because the plumbing got backed up. Like, and we literally had like sewage coming into our, our um basement oh, and like everything. Yeah. And oh, yeah, no. it was it was it was very bad, but also way more realistic than this portrayal on TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Landlord say, like, here's a bucket of my hot piss. Go ahead. No, go crazy with it. So, she couldn't speak English, so she oh, was like getting us to help her, but we didn't know what she needed help with. Until we saw the <laughs> oh, <bucket> no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> until yeah, she pushes across the table a bucket of hot yellow. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> <"Ruh-oh."> <laughs> uh, like were you we don't speak the same language, but I think I know what time it is. Uh, oh, that's a nightmare. <laughs> time to chuck the bucket. We're at the school and Miss Hatsalakis. She pulls Sean's ace out of class and takes him to his locker. And they're they're kind of chatting. And he opens the locker. And there it is, a bag of pot uh, right on the top shelf, not even hidden or anything, just laying there. Well, he I claimed, like how she's like, oh, well, we got a tip from someone that you yeah. have something so in your locker. So that's what you do. You you haul people out of class, like in yeah. front of everybody going, I'm going to I'm, I'm fucking McGruff. <laughs> he claims well, it isn't his. that might be what they do like if they yeah. got some realistic tip they would probably make the kid come and open their locker for them and, sure. ch- and search uh, it. she but. says the evidence speaks for itself mm, mm, 
Mm. Like, weren't you making up with Snake last last year? Anyway. Don't get yes. me started on her, too. <laughs> Jesus mm. Christ. Her and her son. Put them both into a catapult and just catapult them across Canada. Into, yeah, yeah. Uh, Out the window. Yeah. She could, use, she could use some pot. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Settle down, lady. Hey, Calm down. She, she really cleaned things up after the school shooting, right. guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she, she made it so Jimmy couldn't graduate on time because he missed too much time from being shot. Oh. <laughs> You have no. You can't do anything, Jimmy. It's too late. I'm telling you this two days before graduation. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. No. <laughs> All right. Sorry. 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 There you go. I'll say it in the accent. <laughs> mm-hmm. ah, so, so Sean, who who has a little bit of pot in his locker, gets gets expelled. But Spinner gets a second chance after breaking into the school and trying to burn it down while burning all the yearbooks. <laughs> the uh, the school that now smells like gasoline all the time. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, hmm, that's weird. I guess it's just the scent of the school. It's like when you go to somebody's house, somebody else's house, and it smells different. Yeah, Degrassi smells like fucking gasoline. Yeah, it's just normal. So Sean busts out of the school out front and followed by Emma because Emma's got to get into this. It's Mm -hmm. too juicy not to how she can insert herself, uh, who just makes everything better by her mere presence. Uh, He's he's wondering who could have planted the drugs. And he figures uh, since she told Peter about them, that he planted them. She kind of gaslights him and says, well, that sounds very paranoid. It's like, no, you know, this kid, it's not paranoid at all. Sean figures that Emma uh, thinks that he owns the drugs and Sean is so sad again that Emma thinks he's a drug dealer and he's very offended by this term. So, so bad. So sad, Sean. Well, you got me those expensive earrings. <laughs> those beautiful, <laughs> ugly, expensive earrings. Those ugly He's like, bitch, earrings. I spent $5 on those things. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. The whole thing where she's like, yeah, that sounds paranoid. Like, no, it doesn't. It doesn't sound paranoid at all. Like, give the please. Like, given the timing of everything, why can't you use that one brain cell that you have left, Emma, that the bleach <laughs> didn't affect when you lightened your hair? Like, yeah. the, out. the timing, Peter's propensity for revenge. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Hello? Yes. Mm. Who's never sorry about anything. And so again, she's to wondering... put a little spark of realism on here, it wouldn't happen like, oh, I found the drugs. You're dealing drugs in the school. Leave the school now, please. No right. cops. He would be dragged away by the cops. Parents would be called or someone would have been called. No, he just gets to leave the school. <laughs> Why not? He's funny now. Spend it indefinitely. <laughs> That's not even that, that amounts of pot like is very legal here now now you probably wouldn't have the same as you can't bring like booze in a high school but that right. that that amount is very legal in in canada now so he tells her he tells emma what all of us are thinking and he says go to hell and he gets <laughs> out of there and i'm like yeah you tell him sean my friend let's be friends uh dump peter and hang out with ted uh, <laughs> back, at the, back at the campus newspaper office Jesse shows Ellie her printed piece and she asked it to be anonymous and he's like why you don't stand by what you wrote <laughs> Ellie is sad and it will hurt some people like her roommate but then she tells her he tells her uh, do you want the tuition story and everything is better again and he says smilingly still here and also, everyone I- is happy 
I broke into your room and stole a photo of you to put next to the story. <laughs> yeah. And I know. Yeah. Yes. Because how else would I have this photo to put next to the story? Oh, yeah. She co- <laughs> she oh, and by the way, like... here's an assignment now for the paper. Yeah. Like, congratulations. Ugh. It's not even on a, like a flash drive. It was like a hard copy. So somebody had to retype all that junk. Right. Ugh. Come on, Ellie. Smart enough. Um, did any of you guys join anything in university? I didn't. I was too scared. Uh, radio station. I didn't. I did the news. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I did nice. the news. And the one time I taped myself because I remembered, it, uh, you know, I have ADHD and it was untreated back then. And, you know, it was toward the end of the semester. I'm like, oh, I really have to tape myself so my parents can hear me because, you know, I was five hours away in upstate New York. And my my friend Tom, who also worked at the radio station, decided to do a pratfall flat on his face right as I was about to go on the air. So you can hear me as I'm trying to do the news and you can hear I'm trying not to laugh because he's lying flat on his face in the studio while I'm delivering the news. And I'm delivering world news because we used to get it off like the printer that came. What was that thing called? Oh, my God. Um, A fax machine? It, it was, but it was, no, there's like a name that to it. Matrix? The wire, the wire, like the wire, the oh. actual news wire. We Ooh. would get info Ooh. from it. <laughs> and I would, <laughs> yes, that's, I couldn't think of it. Cause I always joke that Twitter is a wire now. Cause that's how you find everything out. And mm. I would take sports scores and I would take world events and I would do like a two minute hit the entire two minutes. You could hear my voice trembling. So I'm trying not to laugh. And then, you know, they cut away from me and they go to the bumper and I start laughing my ass off for like five minutes. I bring the tape home and my dad's like, Jesus Christ, what the hell's going, what's with your voice? Why, you, why are you laughing? I'm like, oh man. He's like, you couldn't have taped yourself at a different time. I'm like, dad, I forgot. Okay. I had like one more thing left. So that was the one thing I did in college, I think. Right. Yeah. No, I didn't do any, uh, sorority shit. I went to like rush events just because my friends wanted to go and I was like, all right, I'll go get drunk at a sorority house. But I didn't do any of that stuff. <laughs> yes. I didn't have like a normal university experience. I went to like technical colleges. So mm. like, because I was in creative pursuits, there was no like reason to join any clubs. Like, when <laughs> when I was club. like in acting school, like we were always like shooting movies and stuff anyway. So there's no point in having nice. like a fun club. Right. So. Yeah. yeah I did I, the, I did the acting thing in community college. I got my AA in performing arts in the mm. acting track. Ooh. And then my, BA is in broadcasting and I use both skills on my podcast. So it actually works out really well. (laughs) So we are, Oh, we find sad Emma and she's on a bench at school and Peter comes over and says, he'll help Sean in whatever way he can. He's a little psychopath. He claims, and I mean that in the technical term, he claims he knew Sean was into something, but not how deep. Yeah. He's, he's amazed when he hears that Sean thinks that he planted the drugs that Peter did. Peter says, you never do anything of the sort because they are friends. Uh, Peter's also sorry about the slot thing yesterday. So we good. They're both sorry. Oh, good. Ted says, (laughs) that's good that she's sorry too. Like, uh, Uh, there's another moment where Emma's not using her brain cells. This is just the dumb trope of like high school relationships. Maybe it's even real. Again, where it's just like, oh, yeah, you guys can hate each other and should break up. Everything points to breaking up. But I'm sorry. OK, we're still together. Like, <laughs> come on. 
Deshaun is mad and he is kicking around some garbage and says he's going back to Wasaga. Jay's like, hey, don't kick my garbage. I could, I was going to use that garbage, you <laughs> ski bag. And asked, he asked if Sean is going to let that little wiener beat him. And in the most like high school Shakespearean way, Sean yells, he has already won. So he's very dramatic about this. It's like, okay, Sean, relax, man. <laughs> Jay wants him to either give him a pounding or something else. Uh, Jay just installed the nitrous oxide in Sean. Did anyone car. else laugh when they heard that? That this guy, that Jay the Skeet, was trusted with flammable liquids and was managed to install nitrous in a car. Yeah. Well. He's over he said, 18. There's nothing he can do to stop him. I don't know. Yeah, I, I did note that now we live in a video game. Well, so yeah. That's what like, the grassy has This is the become. Fast and the Furious side that's effect, what, I guess. Yes. What, whose idea was this to make these two episodes a bootleg version of Fast and Furious? I Like, this stuff happened when I was in, in high school, like or maybe early university, where kids had cars like this. Like, th- mm-hmm. these cars look legit, but not with the nitrous oxide. That is not <laughs> happening. They could have said so much that they did to the engine. Like stuff I could have believed that a guy who loves cars could have learned to do, but not install nitrous oxide well, in like your Sean, street car. Right. Like what Sean was saying about doing the mods for Peter. Yeah. Jay could have done the same thing for Sean's car without saying ni- nitrous oxide. But the whole thing about Sean being like, you know, he already won. I mean, honestly, he's the principal's child. You know, Sean knows how everything went down because he knows that Peter got his combination from his mother's office. There's no way he can fight against Peter and his mother. So in that sense, I mean, he he should have uh, said a little more than that, like like explaining more about why he can't really fight back with this. But, oh, God, he's so dramatic. Yeah, but funny. Okay, sorry. I'm going to pop in again. So (laughs) so so Sean and Jay are like this little wiener, which I loved my line of episode <laughs> when Jay Bad, called him the that little show. wiener. Uh, this wiener has has done this shit to me. He's got my girl. He's fucked with my life. Right? Like, yeah. Sean, right? And, th- and yet at the same time, you know, Sean, who has actually beaten a child up to the point where, like, well, he was also a child. <laughs> he didn't beat them up when he was an adult, but got into a fight and uh, deafened yeah. a kid. Punched a guy in the ear and but. shot another guy's dick off. Um, <laughs> he's he's already done these things. Now him and Jer are like this guy is fucking screwed with me and got me kicked out of school. Let's beat him in a car race. Yeah, <laughs> that will make everything better. Yeah, that's mm. their revenge plot: beating him at the car races. I mean, they should have just beaten him. Yes, they should have just <laughs> beaten the funny, fuck like, out you of him. Can always see like Sean is this perfect example of this guy who's always trying to do relatively the right thing, but always has influences that makes him make the wrong choice. Like he was Jay. willing to let it go. Like it's he was Jay. pissed. It's he was going to do anything about it. I'm fucked. <laughs> then Jada Ski comes in and says, you know what you should do? Light that nitrous up, baby. Let's go fucking rock it. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> puff of red smoke and Jay appears. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> we, we, we discussed, his fingers together. We discussed wow. this in season five. He's literally the devil on yes. everyone's shoulder. Yes, yes. yes. Awesome. The it's nitrous hilarious. oxide. Yeah. The nitrous oxide, Sean. Put you know, because we'll see it. We'll see it later in the episode that he suggests Sean does something that is not very smart, but Sean is desperate and listens to Jay for some unknown reason. But how many people's lives has Jay fucked up? Like seriously. Yes. 
race against them I mean, in your motor car. J- JT almost dies from a freaking overdose while his girlfriend's pregnant, basically from Jay's influence, right? The whole Emma gets gonorrhea. Yeah, Emma gets a, a, a social disease. Um, you know, <laughs> Spinner and him bullying Rick to the point where Rick shoots up the school. Like, what? Like, it just, yeah, Jay's the devil. <laughs> hmm <laughs> yeah, He probably doesn't really exist. Like, he, he probably is just a figment of the imagination of these guys. Yeah, someone came up with a theory that he's... <laughs> He's imaginary. <laughs> oh. And then he's actually the devil. <laughs> Get behind this. Yeah. So we are in residence and all Ellie's stuff is getting thrown out in the hall by Amberly, And she's very mad. And so uh, somebody after this, uh, when I explained it, they can explain it to me what the hell just happened. So she said, the tribe has spoken. Uh, <laughs> and give me your torch, which is, I guess, her keys. And she gets booted out. So I know that that's not how residence works. Yeah, Amberly doesn't have that power. That's, but also that's a survivor reference. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She also in the article called her a Stepford Omarosa, which is oh. a oh, very time. specific reference. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Which really dates the show mm-hmm. badly. Yeah, that's a really uh, bad dated reference. Yes, Omarosa was a contestant or a character on a reality show The Apprentice. Uh, with Donald Trump, and she was like the villain oh character, basically. Um, and if you were a kid watching it nowadays, you would have no fucking clue <laughs> what that <laughs> meant. Not at all. Uh, like, so at the start of the race area, that's where we're at. Uh, Sean and Peter are arguing, and Peter tells him that uh, he was the one who planted the drugs. And Jay is uh, somehow the voice of reason here. Uh, stop Sean from beating Peter into a, like a puddle of soup. Uh, P- <laughs> Peter is extremely cocky and says, you're on, bitch. And now so... before, we move on, before we move on, just I want to point out that one locker combinations aren't kept like in some folder in the principal's office. Um, uh, personal records aren't kept in the principal's office. But like did did. Peter walk in there and was there like some cartoon sign that had an arrow pointing to a drawer that said locker combinations? Yes. (laughs) Like, come on. Like, that's not something he's just like, I get it. He's the principal's son and we can reach the fact that he might have access to information, but he wasn't going to find it. But whatever. I guess it's just more of the unrealism. I'm kind of looking at this going, I'm more in the, in the current where he's, He's being cocky. There's two against one. <laughs> That's uh, true. Peter's only been there a couple of nights to these races. It's dark. There's no adults around. And Peter's getting, Peter getting brave is like not a thing. He's like I can see him, like a character like that would be really brave and like shitty to a girlfriend, but they wouldn't do it to two guys who can literally pull him apart. So <laughs> it's kind of like, is it a cartoon or is it like edgy full house? I don't know. It's very strange. Like he's like mouthing off these two guys. I'm why didn't they just look at each other? And go, We're going to shit knock you right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and pound on your legs until you can't stand up, you know, and think it's hilarious. That's what I think would the more, much more realistic would happen. <laughs> uh, but, Hence, that's not what happened. Well, they have to Guess show what? the Fast and the Furious storyline. Yeah. 
<laughs> and get ready, all you Fast and Furious fans, because we're about to race. <laughs> oh, get get excited. We pull up to the stoplight, and the engines rev, and Sean flicks on the nitro. And I'm surprised he's not going to do like a Grand Theft Auto and go to like the highest building and ramp the car off. And then surprise, there wasn't at, flames coming out the back. Jump out <laughs> of the car and like parachute to the ground. That's what I would do. That's my go to <laughs> uh, green light. And they speed away racing. They're side by side. Ooh, the tension. Uh, some dork is out running and uh, a car swerves in front of the boys. And Sean nails the guy. And first I thought he was wearing a velour tracksuit, which I was like, oh, yeah, that's some good fashion. That's a <laughs> crime against fashion <laughs> right there. But, uh, yeah, so they hit this dude. He rolls up. They do a stunt. He takes a bump onto the car hood. It's a pretty and, good stunt. Yeah, it is. Oh, it's yeah. It's it pretty like good. It looked yeah. like it hurt. Yeah. There's a behind-the-scenes video of them doing this scene, Ooh. and the guy that they have as the stunt driver for Daniel Clark is, like, 50 and wearing a wig with a ponytail, and it is the funniest <laughs> fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. And if you look it up, it should be on YouTube. I don't know what the title of it is, though, but it's, like, you know, Degrassi Season 6, blah, blah, blah. But I laughed my ass off when I saw what the guy looked like <laughs> in the car. I was like, oh, my God, no way. And Daniel Clark didn't look very excited about the fact that his character hit a guy with a car because he he kind of knew what was coming in the future and he was just like and i hit him with the car i hit him with the car like he just looked like the look oh, on his face was no. like why did i come back for this mm -hmm. That's <laughs> <fucking> shit. <laughs> he's like i'm i i made a tiktok i haven't put it up yet but i jokingly uh Oh God! It, I think what's that show with that really that guy that yells all the time? I use him in my TikToks, but he um, he says basically like what? And it's what Daniel Clark's reaction was when he first read "Here Comes Your Man" parts one and two. <laughs> Are you talking about? I think you should leave. That's it. Him. Oh yeah, yes. yeah. My yes. Ted, how did yes. you not know that? I will put it in the group chat. You'll see what it the before fuck? I put it up on. Yeah, yes. that guy. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, like what? Are you what like that? So um, because I I really wish I could interview Daniel Clark just to ask him and be like, OK, <laughs> you're away from the show for a year and a half. You come back. You're doing the table read for Here Comes Your Man parts one and two. And you see that your character is coming back all happy. And then he ends up doing this. Like, what was your first thought? Because I need to know. <laughs> okay. I need to know if your first regret, if your first thought was, why the fuck did I come back? Why am I here? <laughs> okay, also what needs to be said about this street race. Uh, I believe that they're racing on Kingston Road in Toronto. That's mm -hmm. just, I, I can't confirm that 100%, but they're, they're in Scarborough. I've seen articles say that, but this looks like Kingston Road. Um, but uh, also, they are the only two cars on the road. <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah. There are Wait two cars sure. racing. Not a, There are zero other cars and then there is finally one car that makes a left onto the road that causes the accident and a single jogger. That is it on this entire road. I, I not can, that late at night. Yeah, I can tell you, um, you know, having lived here for the last eight years now, there are no streets in Toronto at <laughs> any time of the day or night that have so little traffic on it ever. Yeah, that course. that road is completely empty. And then, of course, after the guy gets run over and they're checking on him, another car comes and it's Jay. And again, yeah. they just stand around and there's nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Now, when I was yeah. watching this, it looked to me now, maybe it was a different. It looked to me like um, Peter nudged 
uh, what's his name's car. Like he yes. nudged him over and knocked him off the road to hit. He not did. to have him hit the guy, he but did. like he instigated that. Yeah, like I mean, it wasn't his fault because the car was coming out of that. But he, yes, it wasn't like Sean just yeah. drove poorly. Yes, it was. And Peter's. what were they racing for? The honor of Emma. Yeah, like what? <laughs> that ship was sailed. Yeah, like what would what was the end point? Like, I know Sean wanted to beat him in the race, but was he going to beat him in the race and then beat the shit out of him? Because that would have been awesome. Or steal his car? But, or... Yeah, like, I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what the point of that was. For pinks. Oh, my God, oh, that, yes. Oh, that's Grease. Just kidding. But Cha-Cha, <laughs> wasn't, but Cha-Cha wasn't there this time. Where was she Alex? Wasn't there this time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, I don't think there has to be really any purpose because... Sean doesn't really know how ambulances work because he, oh my he calls an ambulance and I timed it. <laughs> 17 seconds later, he goes, where's, where's the ambulance? Where's that ambulance? Like, dude, it's not, a, it's not a fucking transporter. Like, you can't <laughs> star track it down, do you? Yeah. It's going to yeah. take time. Oh. Uh, Jay tells Sean to get out of there because he'll do hard time if he gets caught. And Peter's a minor, so he can take the rap. I'm like, have you met Peter? He yeah, will squeal like a pig. It, as soon also, as like he probably drives to the station and go. A hit and run is worse than staying there. What is? Yes. Oh God! Again, Jay giving the, devil, the worst the advice. The details. Yeah, the worst advice in the world. Ugh. So Sean races away, and the boys stay at the scene. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. What, I, I don't know what Jay's plan was here. Like the plan <laughs> is that Peter's not going to tell them everything. <laughs> is that yeah, what's say, supposed to happen here? What? Who's going to rat Peter out? No, so Jay, terrible. Jay says to him, you know, if you tell on us, Peter, we're going to race you again. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and better watch warned. out. <laughs> he home alone. Fast, and goes, uh. So we're at Marco's beautiful uh, Victorian era apartment uh, house. The sprawling house. Elegant, uh, elegant uh, wood fixtures. So Ellie shows up and with all her stuff because she's been kicked out because Amberly somehow got her kicked out again. Going back to that, like the day, like that day. So uh, Dylan's OK with her saying staying at the house as long as he pays the rent. Marco's very excited. And I go, mm, sometimes <laughs> when best friends move in together, I've oh, lived with a-, a lot of people, like a lot of mostly dudes and it's like I've I've gotten along with mostly everybody, but I'm always cautious when people are like, we're going to live together and it's going to be awesome. It's like, ugh, no, pump it never the break. Is. Yeah, no, because it, it might not be. Mm-hmm. We're yeah, going to live it, together and it's going to be manageable. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk again. How could three people afford this house in Toronto? <laughs> uh, well, it's back to the Degrassi rule of everybody has money all the time for everything. Money's not an issue. It's mm. uh Mm-hmm. Listen, if we ever go back and do those kids at Degrassi Street, you will see people struggling with money. Ooh, like Griff. He made <laughs> his own shirt to say Griff is the best, I think. But he's a member of the Pirates gang. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. Uh, uh, so we're at Snake's house. And he says he just talked to Peter's dad and they posted bail. And Peter's now home. So that's great. That's yeah, good. Like, why does Snake seem OK with this? It's Who great, is calling it's these people? Who? Yeah, why would they here? know? How do these people know? Why I are they just sitting up waiting for news? What is the how? Which person is calling these people? 
snake. Well, we do know that snakes on a first name basis with his hot salako. So it's like when you're a kid and like you think everybody knows your teacher. You know, it's like yeah. Uh, Everybody knows everybody. My favorite part is how snakes like you know everything is good. Peter's posted bail. The guy who they hit is in stable condition, though he's you know messed up. And then Emma walks out of the room, and then Snake immediately confides with like Manny and Spike. <laughs> Actually, things are really bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't tell her he's yeah. dead. And he looks at them like, "Good." <laughs> Again, they're doting on Emma. Like, not they don't want to shake Emma at all. Everything's like, "Ugh," it just drives me kind of crazy. Emma goes down to her bedroom and bum, 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 there's a crying Sean meme waiting to happen. Meme before a time when memes were a thing. And he says he screwed up bad. And I'm going correct. He says he came there because uh, she's the only one who cares. But she shuts him down hard oh, and does says, she ever? no fucking ice queen. She I, said, wow. yeah, I that can't. was hardcore. I can't. She said heartless. And he needs to turn himself in. And she doesn't like flinch. She doesn't look away. She doesn't say like, sorry. She just goes, no. <laughs> like she might as well. He might as well have been soaked in gasoline and she dropped the match or yeah, flicked the cigarette at him <laughs> like a cool guy. Like flick the cigarette. Sean. And- <laughs> he's like, he's been back at Degrassi for like, what, two weeks or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like He was so happy. He's like, I'm going to open up my own. Can garage and then Emma gets involved and it's just like dumpster fire. Like <laughs> Did you guys, I'm life sure you ruined. pointed out the unrealistic nature of opening up your own garage as a 19 year old. I'm sure you talked about that too. Hey, he has a plan. He has a picture of it. He drew. <laughs> he Fine. drew a blue. Sorry, He'll, that's it. That that will. He drew a picture. He carries around his pocket. All you need, as we talked about in another show, <laughs> you need your dreams, and that's pretty much it. And probably a picture of the restaurant or a name. I mean, I mean, a car repair place. And you're good. Arlo stands by this. And then right, Arlo. Yeah. Well, you, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> we, we are at the final scene. And the cops are pulling Sean's raggedy ass out of Emma's house. <laughs> and putting him, uh, putting him in the back of the car with, with the snake crew standing on the step watching. Sean sits in the back of the car and cries. Cut to Ted, who is smiling broadly. <laughs> I don't know why when he's in the back of the car. I just was like, oh, yeah. Why am I smiling at this? I don't know. I guess because I just like I, I was glad it was over. Because you had but, Jay but also, like, he ear. hit a guy like he was straight racing. Like, fuck those guys. Like, I hate that shit. Like, you're putting everybody else at risk. And that's it. Also, stay off my lawn. <laughs> so that's that's the end of the episode. Did Sean get his comeuppance? What do you think, gang? I would like for Emma to get a little bit more comeuppance, personally. Why couldn't Emma be the one hit? (laughs) I think this is really heartbreaking for, for Sean. The fact that, again, as I mentioned earlier, he never sets out to be the bad person, yet he's always pushed to make wrong choices and realistically the worst thing that ever happened to him was meeting emma <laughs> that's fine it's, it's a like as bad universe. as that sounds like all this shit you know they have such a relationship but like the worst thing that ever happened was he went on that date with emma 
and they and Spike took that picture of them way back in season one or season two. Like it was the worst thing that ever happened to him because now he's going to jail. Yeah, and if so- I do remember, if I do remember briefly, in the future he comes back, he's cleaned himself up, and I think he turn he shuts her down later, doesn't he? Spoiler, I don't know. I've only I watched these two shows. I don't shows. know either. I can't wait. No spoilers. I'm I don't so know. Invested. It could be wrong. Well, I'm not saying the other details I know about it, but I just I think it's heartbreaking. I think I liked his character in this show. Every time he came back, it's like he's tried to get things right, and it's just somebody makes him make the wrong choice. Now, again, the choices are his, but he's being influenced because he's easily influenced, and I've seen kids like this. I played basketball with a guy like this who was one of the nicest guys I ever played with, and he was playing as like an overager when we were in high school. That's when you had OAC or grade 13. He was a grade 14. He had come back because he had been in jail because someone had said something about something. I don't remember what it was. And he went over to the guy's house and beat the piss out of him. And he ended up going to jail for a while. He came back, had his life together, had a kid already. Was Everything was going fine. And then someone placed drugs in his house and he got caught for doing drugs. And he got sent to jail again. And he was this kid reminds me so much of this character in Sean. And it's like heartbreaking to me because you see kids that can't help get out of their own way for making these mistakes. And like it's just too bad that a character like this just he seemed like he had everything going right for him again and all went and, down the toilet. And then Emma got involved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Emma and Jada Ski. <laughs> and she's like, You're on your own, bitch. Cut bait. You and I kind of like the episode. As silly as it was, like you know, it was a it was a okay two part season opener. I think. I agree. I'm like yeah. it. It's given me a taste for the rest of the season, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> a bitter, bitter taste. <laughs> <laughs> Yummy! What an episode. We had car races. We had making out. We had people cops. being called bitch. <laughs> bitch right off bitch. the right off the bat. Bitch. Yeah, there you go. I just, my favorite thing about Sean is he will want to beat up anyone, no matter how tall they are. Mm. That's my favorite trait of his. Like, even in season Mm. two, when Jimmy starts with him and he basically picks Jimmy up and shoves him into a locker. I mean, you know, Drake at that point was so much taller than Daniel Clark. And Daniel Clark just, like, picked him up and threw him into a locker. And there's a scene later in this season where Sean gets a little pissy with someone who's literally, like, 6'6". And Daniel Clark is, like, 5'7", at best. And it's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. And I can't wait for you guys to see that because it's just so great. He just doesn't give a shit. (laughs) <laughs> so well, and I guess Peter's still the worst. Emma's still the worst. Sean's life has been ruined. Ruined. Double wins again. Let's uh, let's see uh, let's see where we go from here. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's wrap this baby up. And uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, we'll wrap it up. Who who do who do we have here? Who do we have here this evening? Let's roll it. Roll the bones over to the pilo bones town. <laughs> I love that. I learned something. <laughs> Who is that? I there? always learn things on this show. <laughs> I, I would have, if I knew that it wasn't common knowledge, I would have mentioned it earlier because <laughs> there's all kinds of pile of bones stuff here. We're all very aware of it. So, yeah, you can follow mm-hmm. me on Instagram at A R L O E S C O T T. And, uh, Courtney? It's me. Uh, what am I? Instagram, Courtney.1293. Pilobones.com. Mm-hmm. 
Bitch. Not a real website. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to throw well, anybody? Pass it on to? Oh, I'll huck it on over to. Uh, who? Timmy. Well, you bitches can follow me at folly underscore t at Instagram. Uh, excited, kind of excited now to get back on a little Degrassi talk here. And again, like I, I don't think I watched this whole season. I've seen bits and pieces, so a lot of it will be new. Um, but we'll throw it to someone who has seen all of it. Uh, one, one, uh, Stacy Gotts. <laughs> uh, yes, um, I'm Sr Gotts on Instagram. I'm Stace Gotts on that place that still will be referred to as Twitter. I'm never calling it anything else. And um, you can watch my podcast on YouTube, Locked on Yankees. We talk about other stuff too, not just the Yankees. We actually now have a segment where we just talk about movies and TV shows because we get sick of talking about baseball all the time. And I'm sure my bosses don't appreciate it, but the viewers like it. So yeah, Locked on Yankees on YouTube. Subscribe, watch, like, do all that stuff. Yeah, that's me. Hello. Yeah, I've been Tad. So uh, anyway, stay tuned for more Degrassi season six. We'll see that beefcake uh, uh, Sean. Maybe he'll be he'll be get more Jack because he's going to be in prison, I assume. And he like, <laughs> like hits, pump, hits the weights. Prison. He's out in the yard. Yeah. And he is. <laughs> yeah, so uh, and he's like uh, sh- he's cutting out of a piece of wood like a car. And he's like, that's going to be my car. It's like, oh, man, what he could have been. <laughs> or maybe creating like a little shop, like a little diorama for himself. But, uh, yeah, I've been Ted on the Sewa 3 uh, Instagram machine. Anyways, we've had a slice. We hope that you've had a good time. Or just fine. Fine is fine. All right. Well, we'll see you next time on the Narbos and Broomheads show. Oh, oh. Bitch. Bye. Later. <laughs> Bye, baby. Well, I just said I'd go get my love. I would never do my homework. I would stay up late and dream about Caroline. I would never get girls out of my house. Maybe I would. I would walk around and get makeup. Don't you get caught in my